notes and you're like, okay. This meeting is being recorded. I'm so happy to hear that. And like, I was actually thinking about you. We, you know, we've only really connected over um, text, but it'd be cool to just chat sometime um, because I'd love to, you know, because you've been working with Twiz for a while, right? Yeah, like in in a variety of ways, but it's been a while now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'd love to just, um, you know, hear about uh, that that would be cool, you know, if you ever want to connect, but I'm so glad that that was helping you with the podcasting. Cause like, I just found for me, it was just, you know, (laughs) you just jump in and you're like, okay. And then it's like sink or swim, which is scary, but it's also like, you know, it's just, yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. 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 No, but I love that. I also am definitely a person that works really well. Like I kind of love being on like a team like this, even though we're all working separately, but like having someone else that gets it and like knows what I'm going through. So absolutely. So I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that like we have this team that I can ask you questions. So I'll know for sure. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Anytime. Um, yeah, Lucas, I love that you're doing these team meets. Um, because like, I'm also somebody who, I, I thrive when there's like a team, you know? Um, but I also like having all the space to do the individual work too, you know? Yeah. So it's a really good balance. I like a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. Um, and I think, uh, you know, you also got your first deal closed, which is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. So that was good. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. And Lucas, I want to follow up with you on that at some point. Um, Just to add some, you know, specific questions about that. Yeah. I mean, and we can also, um, I'll cover that too today because it's an important part of the cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the next step is really just retention, upsell, referral. Um, Your clients should really never leave. Um, That's like the mentality I want to have everyone uh, have, I guess. And, um, you know, for, I'm going to go through like my current cohort and for the numbers I'm about to show and explain, uh, you know, we do have, um, you know, other, other, uh, clients, but this is just like like one cohort. And typically what I do and anybody that has, uh, or does account management after they close a deal, they're going to basically work in cohorts. And typically it's about $50,000 a month in recurring revenue uh, per cohort is the idea. And mm-hmm. so the person who's managing the clients can decide if they want to take on more people after that point, uh, or not. And, um, it just kind of makes it easy because, uh, I'll show you my process and I'll show you guys how I onboard people. And yeah. then we can go through a little bit of sales training today as well, but I want to at least show you the paperwork side uh, and all that stuff. So essentially what we do is we, each, each person has a sheet like this, this is mine. And the reason it's called Lucas profit is because it's just how profitable we are per client. Uh, and also any clients that are coming up uh, as well. Um, and you want to aim for about 40% on this number, which is the average. You want to be like, this is gross profit. Uh, roughly it's, it's, it's actually kind of a construed profit number because, basically our accounting team, which is led by Christian, uh, my business partner, he looks at all of the clients and comes up with this profit number and says, okay, this is general 
profitable we are. So it's not really based in accounting best practices though. It's not like an accounting number. It's basically yeah. every two weeks, Christian will come into the sheet and be like, okay, these items. So like, for example, if you go here, these items you have are uh, costing this much money and uh, this is how much it's costing. This is how much we're getting paid. Mm -hmm. um, this is your profit and you want to get this number to 40%. So I basically, it makes it really easy and we don't even really need anything else other than the sheet just to keep track. And so this current cohort, which I was talking to you, Bridget, before, what I'm gonna do is I'm basically going to uh, start handing them off once it gets to 50 grand. I have another deal closing um, on Wednesday with a really cool media brand for 2,500 bucks a month. That's gonna push up to about 49,000. So any deals after that, I'm just gonna hand off to you, Bridget. And then okay. also any anybody else in the future we add on as kind of account management or whatever, if they wanna do that, they can make residual income for managing as well as closing, which helps to get your pay up pretty high. But we just stack these on. Everything below it has the services, the cost, which is determined by our team, and then profit. Um, then on this side, with monthly meetings booked, the this is really the only metric that matters uh, for us. Because if we get someone to book a lot of meetings, they generally don't care about anything else. You know, I mean, Every, all the numbers make sense to them. Uh, if we can get meetings booked immediately. So these are the people I added on. Um, you know, if you look at the date, I have them in different cohort date starts. So like this one, I added on four clients between November, and December. And uh, this is uh, essentially the amount of meetings they're getting right now per month since they started. Now this new cohort, ones. Some of them are doing lead gen. Some of them are just doing SEO. So we don't count meetings booked for those people, but like the lead gen clients or lead gen SEO clients, we count that. So we'll start to see, you know, maturity on this one in about a week. So we're going to be exceeding like 35 and I, and, and this number is probably way higher because I checked this on Friday and like every day he's booking more meetings. So that cohort I track. And so basically this number, which is the average amount of meetings somebody gets who's over a month with us uh, is 61 right now. Now, if I were to take out like this big number, it's more like 40, right? Which is probably more accurate, but the true average is 61 right now. And the way we track this is we basically go into their calendars, which I'll, you know, in a separate time today, uh, Bridget, I'll show you how to do all the other stuff. But uh, generally speaking, we just look at the numbers inside Calendly, pull how many meetings have been booked during a certain range. And then this is cost per meeting. So if you just take the amount they're paying and divide it by the number of meetings that have been booked, uh, then that gets you the um, cost per meeting. And we wanna generally get that to below $100 because usually we've seen that if we can get a client to less than $100 cost per meeting, then they pretty much stay forever. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of client, satisfaction, experience, making sure they stay forever. All I do is every day, I just go and check on every client. And if you're in a really profitable state and everybody's just humming along, going through this list actually only takes like an hour and you just check off, you know, every time. And when it checks off, then you basically, um, you know, make a lot of money because all you have to do is just check. The job of the account manager is almost kind of like a customer success manager. It's just to make sure that everybody is successful uh, all the time. Our team does all the work though. There might be times where you have to step in and do some stuff, but generally speaking, we are doing all the work. 
Uh, you are just making sure they're happy. You might have to do calling every now and then to make sure they're happy. But the idea mm. is that the residual commission you're making is gets to a point where you can be very efficient. So you're incentivized, actually. The reason we set this up is you're incentivized to actually deliver so much value in such a short period of time. So that way the money you're making per hour is extremely high. That's actually the idea. We actually want, we don't want you to work that many hours because if you can actually keep them very happy and you have all this residual income, then you're making a lot of money per hour uh, and the clients are satisfied. So your goal is really to get it to where you're only checking this thing for an hour, maybe two hours a day, once you get to like 15 clients and the rest is all closing new deals, hopping on calls with current clients, all sorts of stuff. So that's how you manage it. And then the onboarding part's pretty easy because uh, we have two forms we use, which I'll show you at a different time. But that's like a very simple, like, you know, bureaucratic process. We just input information in there. That's really the meat and potatoes of how we manage now the clients and uh, how we anticipate contractors in the future. Now, the thing is, you'll still get the commission if you don't want to do the management, but you'll also lose um, that residual commission in this new model. Uh, so it's just kind of up to you, but that's how we have it now. So. Sounds great. I do have one question. It's a little bit more technical, but let's say you're managing a client, you do your daily check-in, they have an issue run up that's beyond what I can answer for them. Is that yeah. something I would bring directly to you or are there other people within Twiz that I should reach out to that can answer more technical stuff? Yeah, so we have a uh, org chart. Basically, uh, Casey is the director of customer success and I'll share that org chart with you guys. Um, and then we have Christian who's head of operations and my co-founder. I'm head of basically all the sales. Um, and those are the main people you'd be talking to. We have for SEO clients specifically, we have a, a head of SEO named Scott Wilson. Who you talk to for any SEO clients that are paying over like two grand a month. And then um, those are the main point people for everything. Uh, there are some people who manage contractors that in some situations you might have to reach out to, but for the most part, that's the org chart. But I'll be sharing that all with you guys. I actually have to make okay. an updated visual of it anyways. So that's what I plan on doing, but um, some kind of org chart for you guys to see all the different roles. Um, that's the predominant thing to focus on now. Uh, but yeah, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, I, I have a question about that sheet. Um, just for me to like understand it because I think it's really helpful. So the meetings, the meetings booked, that number is essentially just making sure like the lead gen clients are like hitting targets. And yeah. if it ever is lower than average, we should kind of flag you down for that. Uh, yeah. So, um, I look at it as just like reaching escape velocity. So the whole idea is that you're basically, you're like launching this plane with the client. And even though we're going to be using our resources with you, so we're going to be, um, you know, uh, doing the calls at the beginning, sending out cold emails at the beginning, running their LinkedIn account at the beginning, uh, you're still piloting this thing. Uh, meaning you're still overseeing it and making sure that it hits escape velocity and actually can hit like cruise control, hit a good altitude. And then from there, that's where you make the most profit. So really that process is like the first week or two. And then after that point, it's pretty much us. And you're just kind of checking in. 
So. Are there like target numbers that if it's like below, we should like flag you? Yeah. I mean, the main things, actually, the main KPIs are every client should book their first meeting within 24 hours of launch. So that means within the moment they pay, it's like we have someone right now that Bridget closed, Moncar's Law. We're going to have their first meeting booked within 24 hours of us meeting with them. So we're going to schedule. We were supposed to have one today. She booked that she needs to move it. Yep. So we're probably going to do it for tomorrow. But then, then Bridget and I are basically... going to go and call her, her list in 10 minutes. It should be pretty quick to get the first meeting booked. And then that will also write the scripts, which all of our scripts are templated. They actually have the same exact thing every time. We just tweak it a little bit. Um, we give that to the team, our team, to basically use for LinkedIn outreach, cold calling, cold emailing. And then you're just kind of like monitoring it and just making sure we collect all the information from the client. Um, the, we do it this way because when clients are paying like, you know, $2,500 a month, they're over, they don't want to feel like they're just being handed off. Um, it creates like a really negative feedback loop and it's a lot more conflict with the client because they feel like this person clearly was just a salesperson. They just took my money and they're being handed off to someone else. And now they're not even involved in everything that they told me, even though it probably will come true, it's now more confusing than it would have been if the sales rep just did some of it with me. So the other thing, the last thing is that the sales rep or the account manager, whatever you want to call it, they also are responsible for hopping on that podcast call and recording it and editing that first episode, which sounds like a ton of work, but there's so many free tools to edit, like just a simple podcast because podcast files are very small and I'll show you guys how to use them. And then uploading it to Captivate, which also sounds like a lot of work, but I promise you it, it will not be. That's very simple. Uh, and the reason it's recorded is because then they can see it and they can use that as a model for their sales calls going forward. Because as you guys have both experienced now, you can get people on a podcast and convert them to a sales call really easily. But a lot of times these people don't know how to do that. They get like confused. They don't understand the concept. And we have to actually like do it for them. Luckily, we all have experience doing it. So it's really easy to do it. Um, but that's the, that's the entire process. So hopefully that made sense, but it's basically how it works. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, we can go through some of the situations like usual. Uh, and now it's cool because we actually are in, in situations that are past the sales process like Bridget is. And so we can go through and I can show you what happens after somebody is closed and paid what we do next and have that conversation with that person as if they are already a paying client, but who wants to go first? Um, well, I'll just pick somebody if not, but, um, does anyone want to volunteer, uh, just to do a quick little like session, I guess. I can do it. Okay, cool. Um, well, you have two people who are in the sales process now can you actually send me uh one of their uh links like their their website links because we could just do that yeah totally let me just grab this really quick
Okay, just sent it. Okay. Um, okay, sweet. Really cool company. Did you talk to the CEO or who is it with? Yeah, the two co-founders. Okay, cool. So I'll share my screen so you guys can see it. Um, looks like a great company. Uh, and then, like I said, I'm going to have, I've actually realized it might be easier for me to put you in their shoes and ask questions as if you were them, and then switch it back around. And I ask you questions after that point, but we're going to do two things. First one, you will be them and I will ask you questions or sorry, I will, you ask me questions as if you were them and I have the sales rep and then we'll do another call virtually simulated where they've already agreed to move forward and they just need to collect some more information and you're trying to close them. So usually it's a two call close most of the time. So we'll do that. Uh, and we'll just do it really short, like each one, you know, one or two minutes. Uh, but yeah, if, if you want to go, you are the CEO of the company and you're interested in the service and I will, I will try to answer your questions about it. So. Got it. And this is like post training call. Yeah. This is like okay. the sales call. So. Got it. Um, well, is, isn't the sales call kind of like just the end of the, like, yeah. Training? Got it. Okay. And then sometimes after that next call, you still have to have another call to get them to close. Usually it. it takes two calls, but sometimes it doesn't actually with, with Bridget and also the other one I closed from the podcast only took one call. So that actually happens a good amount. Is this just a one call close? Uh, Cause they've already been through the process. They don't really need like a lot of extra explanation because they just did it. They just were, they're just in it um, mm -hmm. themselves. So it kind of makes sense to them, but yeah, if you want to, if you want to go for it, I'll just uh, yeah. try to convince you to buy. Okay. Well, yeah, this, um, this training was really helpful. I feel like I learned a lot and could really uh, implement a lot of this to try to grow our social media and get new clients. Do you have, how many views do you currently have to your website right now? Do you know? I'm about 4,000. Okay. And do you know where most of your sales come from? Is it usually from the people visiting your website or is it from people outside of your website, like referral traffic and stuff like that from friends and. Yeah. Most of it is from, um, friends and family right now, but we, we do get a, a decent amount of traffic from other people as well. Got it. And are you guys currently doing anything to get to a million views a year or like, what's your current strategy to get there? Um, we don't have like a you know, strict goal of trying to get a million views a year or anything, but we are, um, we are like continuing to post and network a lot. And so that's what we've been focusing on. That's awesome. Um, well, I will say that, you know, if, if this is something you're looking for, um, in terms of becoming an influencer in this space and having a podcast, um, there's a lot of benefits to it. I would say the audience clearly is a benefit. You could drive sales from that, but do you guys ever have uh, distributors or people that you hope to resell like the product or is that? Yeah, we do. We really want to start being in stores. Okay, perfect. Then this is a great opportunity, I think, because you could get hundreds of people a year who are in store and the same way that this process worked with you, 
we could then, um, you know, you could talk to them about how they could become a reseller and you could actually turn them into sales appointments. Plus the conversations you have can also resonate with people who are potential buyers of the solution as a B2C standpoint. And so you can kind of tackle two things at once. Uh, do you have a timeline for like when you're looking to move forward on this or? Yeah, we, we really want to start um, trying to get into retailers in this next quarter. That's awesome. Cool. Well, I think that's probably good. Actually, those are those, hopefully that helped like put yourself in their shoes a little bit and then I'll uh, do the same. And then this is this, the call where they said that they're interested and that they've reviewed the proposal and that they're interested in moving forward. They just want to have a call to like review and then I'll be them and you can be the sales rep and I'll be the same person as you. So uh, we get to so, start off. So wait, sorry. Am I still the. Uh, yeah. So you're the, uh, you're the, uh, uh, <laughs> you're the, uh, uh, you're the sales rep now. Okay. I feel like I'm an improv class. I like it. Yeah. No, this is good. I want to keep you guys on your toes because a lot yeah. of things will happen when you're on the sales calls. So. Got it. Okay, cool. So I, I am, I am Leah. I am myself now. <laughs> and I'm going to try to be really hard. Okay. So it's not going to be easy. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much um, for taking the time to review um, the proposal I sent over and thank you for your time today. I really hope. Oh, wait, one sec, one sec, one sec. Hold on one sec. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just, my dog's barking outside. Oh, okay, no worries. Oh, my, sorry, my husband is dealing with it. Is this still a good time? Yeah, just one sec. All right. Yeah, no, I'm good. Sorry, I'm just a little distracted. Oh, okay, no worries. Well, hey, I totally get it. And if there's a better time for us to have this conversation, I'm- No, 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 we could do it now. We could do it now. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on this proposal. I really love the mission of your company. And I feel like having more people be aware of it is just going to be so great for the impact you want to make. And I would love to just partner with you in trying to grow this business. And I'm really curious to hear how the proposal sounded to you. I mean, I reviewed it. I just struggle to know like how I'm going to actually get sales from it. Can you explain our time? Cause I'm a little confused. Yeah, 100%. So we have a podcasting service that is essentially the same way that we ended up meeting through my podcast. We set up podcasts for you and are able to have a really organic way to network and get sales from people in your target market. And the best part of this is you've already gone through it with us. And you know, you have been someone who has gone through this process. Um, but it is a way for you to interview people, connect with them at a minimum, learn more about getting into retail stores and at a maximum, be able to follow up with a sales call with them and be able to get into their stores. And it has worked so well for myself personally and for our other clients that I really, really do have a great deal of confidence that this is going to just skyrocket your business. Awesome. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to throw you off. So yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone else want to go? No. Uh, do you want to, or are you going to Bridget? Well, I was just going to say, I got to hop off in a couple minutes just for a call, but I would go, um, but I only have like a couple minutes. Well, I mean, we could do like, you know, one question. I think, yeah, I think what would be helpful it. is, uh, 
just to have your, um, uh, to have you just explain to me as if I'm Claudia, yep. what the next steps are. Cause I need to understand your level yes. of understanding of the next steps. Cause then that'll yes. help me in our call later, figure out where you're at with yeah. that onboarding stuff. That's so, exactly where I'm um, struggling with. So perfect. No, you're good. Yeah. Just, just explain to me what you think it is and then I'll just fill any gaps. Um, okay. Well, Claudia, I'm so excited to work with you. Uh, we are, we've got everything to, uh, get you in front of those ideal clients today. What we're going to focus on just to follow up with your last email was really figuring out exactly who your target audience is. Um, just nailing that down. Like who are the people that you want to speak with so that we can get this machine going and start booking you, um, booking you your meetings so we can get meetings on your calendar within 24 hours from now. Okay. I was about to ask that question. Okay, cool. So that sounds good. Um, I just have to say too, I've had a really bad experience with previous marketing agencies. So I'm really hoping you guys can do a good job here because uh, I, I, I really do kind of expect an ROI from this pretty yeah. quickly. So absolutely. Um, um, and thank you for sharing that with us. And, you know, that's something that's really important to us, too. I think one of the things that differentiates us is <laughs> that, you know, um, I, we're not just um, going to start relationships with you and then leave you, you know, to a new person. Like I'm here to walk through this journey with you and yeah. I'm super invested in your success. And, um, you know, I'm going to be here to answer your questions and just cheerlead and do everything I can to make this a success in terms of ROI to us, a metric that we focus on is how many meetings are we booking for you? Are we filling your calendar to the level that you want? And so mm. that is going to be our focus and making sure that you're speaking to the people you want to speak to. Um, yeah. In terms of closing deals, um, more than happy to chat with you about that if you ever want to practice closing strategies or have some scripts. Um, but in terms of what we look at is like how many meetings do we have on your calendar? Right. That was good. That was really good. Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, I'm probably going to hop off too, just cause I need to go grab something. But, um, if you guys feel good, just, uh, email me, I'll talk to you later, Bridget, about, mm -hmm. um, the onboarding process. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to call you briefly and, and we can yeah. go through it. And then I'll also walk you through, I'll, I'll probably make a little video cause we have an updated way of how we submit the new client forms. So mm -hmm. I'll make a little video on that. And, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. No, great job. Great job yeah. guys. Appreciate it. All right. Yep, bye. Another good one in the books. See ya. Bye.